Chagigit of Yutaled Amit Beishir number two. We are 13 lines from the bottom. In the middle of the line, it says Ini. We're asking a question. We've just learned that Rebbe Loza ben Arach was able to teach very, very deep uh, Torah, the Maisa Merkava, in front of Rebbe Yochanan ben Zakkai. And there's a problem with this. Because Vahotanya, the Brisa tells us that Rebbe Yosi ba Rebbe Yehuda Oimer, he says, There were three times when the Maisim Merkava was, was expounded upon. And seemingly only three times. Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Yoshua taught these matters to Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yoshua. And Rabbi Akiva taught it in front of Rabbi Yoshua. And Hananiah ben Chachinai, Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Hanani ben Chachinai, he taught it in front of Rabbi Akiva. And what do we see? We didn't mention Rabbi Elazar ben Arach. So how come in the above story, it seems clear that he was able to expound upon Maisim Merkava, and he did so in front of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and yet he's not listed in this b'risa. Says the Gemara, The b'risa is only considering... The people who not only expounded, but had people expounding in front of them as well. But somebody who expounded, but did not have somebody else expounding in front of him. The Brasid doesn't count them in the list. Asks the Gemara, But what about the last man in the list? Nobody expounded in front of him. Yet, he is listed, and if that's the case, then Rebbe Loza ben Arach should also be listed. Says the Gemara, the artsi miho kame man the artsi. He, the answer is, is the Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Hanani ben Chachinai expounded in front of somebody who himself had somebody who, who ex, himself expounded in front in front of somebody else. Meaning, the Rebbe, when Rabbi Hanani ben Chakinai expounded, he was expounding in front of Rabbi Akiva. And because Rabbi Akiva himself expounded in front of somebody, so because of Rabbi Akiva, that's why we're considering Rabbi Hanani ben Chakinai in the list. Be that as, as it may, it's not a question um, on us why Rabbi Loza ben, Ar- ben Arach was not considered. And therefore, it doesn't disprove the above story that he, in fact, darshan from the Maisa Merkava. Tana Rabbonin, the rabbis taught... A very, very famous story in uh, Mesachas Chagiga. Arba Nichnasuba Paradise. There were four great rabbis who entered Paradise. We could say it's Paradise. We're talking about the heaven. They went up to Shemaim. Ve'eluhen, and these are the four rabbis. Ben Azai was one of them. Uben Zoima was another one. Acher, who was really uh, Elisha ben Avuya. We'll see as the Gemara progresses why he became known as Acher. Rabbi Akiva. And finally, the fourth rabbi, Rabbi Akiva. Amalehem Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said to the rabbis as they were going up, When you get to the pure marble stone that you'll see up there in Shemaim, do not say that it is water, it is water. Don't call it water. Why not? Because it says in the Pesach, Hashem says anyone who says something which is a lie, which is not true, will not be allowed to be in front of me. So therefore, if you want to, says Rabbi Akiva to the other rabbis, if you want to be able to go up to Shemaim and be near the Divine Presence, you're not allowed to say anything which is not true. Uh, so what happened um, as a result of these rabbis being in the heavens? Ben Azai hates it. Ben Azai 
took a glimpse. It doesn't say what he glimpsed at, but it would mean that he glimpsed at the holiness that exists up in Shemaim. And what happened? Because of the amazing sight that he saw, Umes. He couldn't control himself. His body couldn't survive, and he actually passed away. Oliver Kosovoime, for people, for him, the Posuk says, Yakar be'ine Hashem chasidov, that it's difficult in the eyes of Hashem, the death of the pious ones. So he was righteous, but because he just couldn't contain himself in front of the vision that he saw, he passed away. Ben Zoima, he also hates it. He also took a glimpse at the, at the spirituality there. Venifka, and he became insane. He became mad. Oliver Kosovoime, and on him, the Posek says, Devash if you find honey, Echel Dayeka, you should eat what's enough for you, meaning don't eat too much, Pentis Ba'enu Vahakesu, lest you become too satiated and you end up vomiting it out. So this is what happened to him, so to speak. He saw it and he became mad. Acher, Kitsaits, he, Acher, Elisha Benavuya, he also took a glimpse and uh, Sorry, Kitsaits, he started chopping down Benetios, the saplings that were in this heavenly orchard. And this means that he actually became a heretic because of what he saw. We'll see the story at length later on. Rebbe Akiva, Yotzebashalim, and finally Rebbe Akiva, he was the only one who left this, um, this realm in peace, perfectly intact. As an aside, once we mention Ben Zoimar, we're just going to mention two halachas that were asked of him and he answered. Shaulu as Ben Zoimar, they asked Ben Zoimar, Mahula Surusi Kalba, is one allowed to neuter a, a dog? Omar Lahem, he said to them, loisasu, In your lands you shall not do this, quoting a verse. And he said, Kol loisasu, Anything which is in your land, you should not do this to meaning even a dog, one is not allowed to neuter. Similarly, they, um, Sholo es Benzoma, they ask Benzoma another question. If you've got a, a woman who's never been intimate with a man, she's still got her signs of, uh, of virginity intact, and yet she's pregnant, is she allowed to marry a Kohen Godel? A Kohen Godel is only allowed to marry a virgin, this woman is showing signs of being a virgin. However, she's pregnant. So the question's like this. Do we worry about a possible scenario that Shmuel mentioned? He said that he could um, be intimate with a woman many times and still never cause her to bleed, meaning never remove her signs of virginity. So do we worry that that happened here, that in fact this girl, this woman, was intimate with a man, nevertheless she still preserved her signs of, of virginity, and that is how she got pregnant, and in which case she would be forbidden to be with a Kohen Godel? Or perhaps, this scenario of Shmuel is very unlikely, and therefore we have to assume that she became pregnant through some other means, and not through um, cohabitation. And therefore, she would be allowed to be married to a Kohen Godel, even though she's pregnant. Omar Lahu Ben Zoma said back to them, He says the scenario of Shmuel is very, very unlikely to happen. And so what's more likely? We, we, we assume more likely is that this, this woman, who's a virgin, became pregnant by being in a bath that obviously had something in it. 
And that's how she became pregnant, not through relations. Says the Gemara, but Shmuel told us, He said that any emission from a man which does not come out with the power, with power, like an arrow um, being shot, does not have the potency to impregnate the woman. And this obviously didn't enter the woman with any power. Says the Gemara, no. He says that initially this emission from the man in the bath did go out like an arrow. It did have the potency. And even though it entered the woman afterwards without that same potency, nevertheless, it was still powerful enough to cause her to become pregnant. And therefore, according to Ben Zoma, this woman would in fact be allowed to be married to a Kohen Gadol. So just to summarize, we asked a question, is the story with Rebbe Loza ben Arach really true? We didn't list him amongst one of the, one of the great rabbis who darshaned, who expounded on Maisa Merkava. And we said that list wasn't comprehensive. He was in fact one of the rabbis. And then we're dealing with the famous story of Acher and Ben Zoma and Ben Azza and Rebbe Akiva. Each one... Um, having something different happening to them when they entered the paradise, um, either death or going, uh, going insane or uh, straying from the path and becoming a heretic or Rebbe Akiva ending up being totally um, shalem and, and intact. And we said two halachas from Ben Zoma. One is that one is not allowed to neuter his dog. And two, that a, a, a woman who still has signs of virginity intact is allowed to marry a Kohen Godel um, we assume that she was impregnated through a non-physical means.